Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas, uh, Texas, on Tuesday, June the 20th. And welcome to our commentary. Well, I guess this is the first day of summer, or so I understand. Either the 20th or the 21st is the first day of summer. I'm not sure if it's today or tomorrow, but I can tell you this. We have summer here in Texas because we've had temperatures of 100 degrees, and that's the way it's going to be for the rest of the week. So welcome to summer. Whether it starts today or it starts tomorrow, we are in summer here in the, in the state of Texas. So welcome. Welcome to the season of the beach and the summer. And uh, anyway, we had a few problems earlier today. I appreciate uh, I had to redo this a couple of times. But Eric, thanks for your support as always. Uh, there on the, on the right-hand side, Eric, thank you for your, for your support. Well, the big story, of course, uh, in the country today is Hunter Biden and the arrangement or the plea that he was able to get. Uh, he was accused of not paying taxes, about $1.5 million, as I understand, and he was able to cut a deal with the prosecutor and basically get probation. Now, I'm not going to necessarily argue with that judgment because I don't know all the details, but it doesn't really matter what I think about uh, the deal itself. What matters is public opinion. And right now in this country, where you have half of the country believing that justice is not both ways, in other words, that there is a, an unequal uh, sense of justice where certain people uh, get justice and others do not. And if your name is Hillary Clinton, you can get away with burning documents, with uh, a private server, deleting files. But if your name is Donald Trump, they want to put you in jail for 300 years. And that's where we are in the country right now. Fair or unfair, but that's where we are. So in the middle of all of this, a week after Donald Trump is indicted for documents, comes this ruling regarding uh, Hunter Biden. I, I, I think half of the country is not going to believe it. You're already hearing that, by the way. Uh, from some of the, I think Speaker McCarthy said it, and Governor DeSantis has already made uh, a declaration about it. And that's the problem, that when you reach a point where the politics is this polarized, when things are this angry, people are so angry and they feel like justice only goes in one direction, this is what you get. You get lots of people who don't believe what's going on. And I, I don't think the country, and I'll just... Uh, it hurts me to say this, but I don't think the country can take it too much more than this. I mean, we have got to have somebody in, as attorney general who understands what I just said. You know, it can't just be one way or the other. It's got to be a fair uh, sense of justice. Now, a big question about this will be answered when they come out with, uh, with the Joe Biden document story. I mean, they're looking into that. There's an investigation and how they, they rule on that, I think, will go a long way to maybe settling these concerns or inflaming these concerns. So we're going to have to wait, really, until we see what happens with that investigation. But the country is very divided right now, very divided. And just the reaction that you're getting from people across the country is that justice goes in one direction. And I think a lot of this began under the Obama administration when they, they allowed Hillary Clinton to get away with all of that. And you think about that for a second. What if Hillary Clinton had won the election? What if Hillary Clinton had won the election? They would have gotten away with all of this and who knows what else. 
including all of that that was happening at the FBI. So I guess in a, in a way, we should thank the election of Donald Trump for at least bringing out these uh, issues that were going on in the federal government, whether it was, uh, you know, the IRS, the allegations of the IRS going after uh, conservative groups or, of course, giving Hillary Clinton a total pass on on her documents. But the country's angry and they have a right to be angry about how justice is being applied at the moment. The country has a right to be very angry about how justice is being applied at the, at the moment. Uh, because a lot of people, myself included, think that it's going in one direction and not both ways as, uh, as it should be. So we'll, we'll, we're still waiting to see more details of the Hunter Biden administration. And we're waiting to see if this is only about the taxes, uh, the other stuff about the bribery and all the other allegations. We'll wait and see how that works out. But so far, a lot of people are very, very angry that Hunter Biden is basically getting away with something this big for nothing. And that's uh, making people very angry. I have a post over at the American Thinker today regarding the U.S. military. The U.S. military is right now uh, in trouble. We're having a problem recruiting. We're not recruiting enough young men and women. Remember, this is a volunteer army, so it depends on millions of young people who go over to the office and volunteer to serve as we did at the time. We an army of so we need people to show up and sign up to go to the military, and they're not signing up right now in huge numbers. We have a recruiting problem in the military. I happen to think that that's because the military has been overtaken by all these woke ideas, where the military is not what it used to be, and that's exactly what my post uh, over at the American American Thinkers about. We now have an army that seems more interested in pronouns and in, you know, all of these sensitivities uh, that, you know, that people have over their sexual orientation. We have an army that seems to be more interested in that than in defending the country. And this is not only a problem, but it's a real problem right now, because as you may be following in the news, China is talking to Cuba about setting up a military outpost in Cuba. It's basically a spy station, but I mean, look, if you can put a spy station, you can also put Chinese troops uh, in Cuba. And then you've got, of course, China and Taiwan. You've got Russia and Ukraine. You've got Iran, uh, you know, being Iran. That's what they that's what they always do. You've got China running all over the third world, uh, especially here in Latin America. You've got Iran visiting Cuba as well as Venezuela. So these are legitimate national security concerns that we have. And the only way, the only way that you can show strength is by having a very strong military so that our adversaries understand that you can take them out. You can blow them away if you have to. That's the only thing that deters this kind of reckless behavior uh, by the Chinese. I mean, that's what, the Chinese are just taking advantage of our weakness. That's what they're doing. And they're clearly taking advantage of it. Again, just look at the world uh, map. So I hope, I really hope that in this upcoming presidential election, that terminating this crazy woke stuff in the military becomes a major issue. I think the next president of the United States, especially if it's a Republican, whether it's Trump or DeSantis or whoever it is, has to make a commitment to bring back the military and return the military to its tradition 
of defending the country. That's what they do. That's what their job is. Their job is not to, you know, recruit people and tell them about pronouns. That's not what their job is. Their job is creating the type of armed forces that if you ever have to use them, they are so good that they would defeat any enemy uh, along the way. That's what their job is, to be a, a force of defense of the American nation. And right now, I wonder if we could do that. I mean, we still have a great military. Don't misunderstand. We still have a lot of guns, a lot of weapons, and a lot of good people. But we're not recruiting people. That's bad. And what we're asking these soldiers to do, all this woke stuff, is completely ridiculous. And it's not making us a stronger nation. It's making us a weaker nation. And when we project weakness, other countries see that. And they decide that it's time to pursue their interest which is what we're seeing. That's what we're seeing from China. That's clearly what we're seeing from China. So this has to be a big campaign issue. I think it will be. I think it will be because all Republican candidates are preaching this idea that we have to return the military to its uh, traditional role of defending the country. That's what their job is. That's their one and only job is to defend the United States of America and to be the best armed forces they can be, the best equipped, the best trained for the mission of defending the country. All this other garbage about pronouns and sexual orientation, that, that's not what the Army, that's not what the Army is for. Well, I've got a post uh, coming out Wednesday morning about what's happening here in Texas. As you know, the Attorney General, Paxton, is going to be put on trial in August. He was impeached. He had to, to step aside during the, the impeachment process and the trial coming up at the end of August. But here's the interesting quirk to the trial. The Senate is going to be the jury, and one of the members of the Senate is Paxton's wife, who happens to be a state senator, State Senator Angela Paxton. Now, as a senator, she has every right to be in that job. That is her job as a state senator, to be part of that jury. But, you know, a lot of people are raising questions as to whether you can have the wife of the accused on the jury. Now, Senator Paxton or Angela Paxton has said, I will do my job. I will, I will, you know, uh, I will do my job. So don't worry about it. But obviously, a lot of people are wondering if that's even possible for a wife to be objective in accusations against her husband. It, it's a fascinating story because I, I think uh, Angela Paxton, Senator Angela Paxton is a good woman and she's an honest woman. But you gotta, you gotta feel for, for that situation where she's going to be in the jury where her husband is going to be accused. Uh, I don't think we've ever seen that before. Even in Texas, as crazy as our political history has been, I don't think we've ever seen that before of a wife being in the jury, um, looking at the charges against the accused or defendant who happens to be her husband. I think that's going to be a first. I, I just don't know how else to say it. Well, quickly here as we wrap it up, we say happy birthday to the state of West Virginia, 160 years old today, West Virginia, almost heaven. Remember that song by John Denver, almost heaven, West Virginia, was founded on this day in 1863, right in the middle of the Civil War. I'm sure there's a connection to that. And we say happy number 81, 81 years old, and this is hard to believe. But Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys is 81 today. He's a genius. He's a great composer. I love his sound, and I love his voice. So happy 81 to Brian Wilson, big brother 
of the Beach Boys. The Wilson brothers, he was the, the big brother in that, uh, in that family. Dennis, Carl, and, and Brian, the big, the big brother of the Wilson brothers. Happy number 81, Brian. And thank you very much for listening again. Thanks to Eric and everybody else who uh, put their comments in today. Have a wonderful day, everybody. This is uh, Silvio Canto in Dallas.